Hi, I'm Stephen Apt, and here at Divine Savior Church, we believe that the message of Jesus truly changes lives. And so it's my prayer that as you listen to this message, that it does change your heart, uh, that it brings you peace and hope once again today. After you listen to it, if you wouldn't mind subscribing and liking, uh, we'd be grateful for that so that more people can hear the message of Jesus. Thank you. Well, happy Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. I don't know about you, but when it comes to Easter and Easter morning, uh, over the last couple of years, there's, there's things that I've just come to expect. I come to expect that people are going to come to church and we're going to be filled probably more than normal. I expect that we're going to sing songs of joy and hope. I expect that even if you have a bad morning at home, when you get here and you walk through the doors, the amount of joy that, that is here on Easter morning just fills you up and changes all of that into a big smile. I come to expect that people are going to come a little more dressed up than a typical Sunday morning. Ladies generally wear a, an Easter dress of some kind and, and guys dress up a little nicer as well. Uh, I've come to expect that there's going to be Easter pictures taken and that later on as I scroll through my social media, I'll be able to see all your family pictures taken and the, the hashtag blessed and he's risen on there as well. <laughs> I've come to expect an Easter egg hunt. I've come to expect that we're going to have Easter brunch. There are things that we've just come to expect on Easter morning, which is ironic because the very first Easter was completely unexpected. There was nothing about that morning that was expected for anyone. It was filled with the unexpected. That morning, the women got up to go to the tomb expecting a big stone to be in front of the tomb of the cave where they laid Jesus. They expected a somber, mourn-filled, grief-filled morning. They expected that when they opened the tomb, they would see the body of Jesus that had been brutally executed. They expected to smell the odor of decay from him laying in there for a couple days now. They expected all of this, and yet what they found was completely unexpected. And it's the unexpected of Easter that has completely changed everyone's lives. Yours. Mine. Everyone. And so what we're going to look at today is we're going to look at the Easter account. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 28, and we're going to focus on three things. We're going to see an unexpected truth, we're going to see an unexpected command, and we're going to see that all of this is to unexpected recipients. Let's jump in. Matthew Chapter 28, here's what we're told. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. 
the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. That morning as the women went to the tomb, uh, an earthquake happened, and the stone, this large stone that was in front of the tomb, rolled away. And as the women approached the tomb, they saw something that they, they didn't expect whatsoever. Not only was the stone rolled away, but an angel sat on top of the stone as if the stone had been conquered. This thing that was so big that in another account they wondered how they would move it, it had been rolled away and a, a single angel sat on top as if he conquered this stone. And if that wasn't shocking enough, they looked below and what's on the ground? Soldiers, Roman soldiers. Some of the most terrifying and strong men in the world at the time lay on the ground as though dead. And if that wasn't unexpected enough, the angel said, don't be afraid. I know you're here looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He's not here. He's risen. Come and see for yourself. You want to talk about unexpected. Not only was Jesus' body, which they saw placed in the tomb on Friday afternoon, not only was his body not there, but he's risen? It was completely unexpected. And yet it's the unexpected truth of Easter. And it's your first point today. The unexpected truth, Jesus rose. Jesus rose. Nobody expected it. Why? Because up until this time, if you died, what happened? You remained dead. There was no coming back. Sure, Jesus brought some people back to life when he was here on earth. But nobody rose with a glorified body. They may have been resuscitated, they may have come back in the same earthly body, but nobody rose from the dead in a glorified body. Nobody expected this. And the same is true today. Why does death hurt so bad? Because it's separation from our loved one. Because death is permanent. There's no coming back. Every single death is a reminder that this life is temporary and it hurts. And that's why some, and maybe some of you here, look at this and say, this is a made-up story. Because this doesn't happen. This is nonsense. It, and the only reason that Christianity really took off was because first century Christians were willing to believe anything. 
Except that's not exactly true. Jesus had told his disciples again and again and again, I'm going to die, but then I'm going to rise. I'm going to be crucified, but three days later I'm going to rise again. Where are his disciples three days after he died? Locked behind closed doors. And do you know what not a single one of them said? Today's the third day. Didn't Jesus say so? Do you think we should go check this out? What if he's not in there? It's the third day. But not a single one does. Why? Because somebody coming back from the dead is nonsense. In fact, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, we're told that the women go to tell the disciples what they saw at the tomb, and the disciples hear what they say, and we're told the disciples didn't believe them because their words seemed like nonsense. This was not something that they just willingly believed, that they wanted to believe, that they made up, because somebody coming back doesn't happen. But it did on Easter when Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus, God himself, died on Friday and rose on Easter morning because he is God and he has power over the grave. And the women get to see it. The angel says, come, see, the tomb is empty. And after looking, they run to go tell the disciples. And who do they run into? Jesus, the risen Savior, not a phantom, not a ghost. And how do we know? Because they fell down and they clasped his feet. His feet, a body. They held on to him. And Jesus says to them, actually commands them, don't be afraid. The very first words after rising from the dead, don't be afraid. It's an unexpected command. It's the unexpected command of Easter. Don't be afraid. How can Jesus say that to them? Does he not know what's just happened over the last week? Never in their imagination did these women think that their religious leaders had so much hate built up in their heart, so much hypocrisy, that they would push to kill an innocent man. Never in their imagination did they believe that corruption was so deep in the Roman government that they wouldn't carry out justice and they condemned an innocent man. Never in their imagination did, did they believe that someone who they considered God would die. And now, they just left the tomb. And guess what scene they just left? One where Jesus' body is no longer in the tomb and there are Roman soldiers knocked out on the ground and guess who was the last one there? These women. Who's going to get blamed for this? How can Jesus say, don't be afraid? And maybe that's how you're feeling this morning too. Don't be afraid. Jesus, are you not familiar with what's happening these days? Are you not familiar with the school shootings that are happening? Are you not familiar with the health scare that I just received? Jesus, are, are you not familiar that 
Social security might run out and probably is going to run out. And what, what's that mean for me? I haven't saved enough. Jesus, are you not familiar with the students that pick on me every single day? Are you not familiar with all of the evil that's in the world, the wars, the rumors of wars? Are you not familiar with what's happening out there? How can you possibly say, don't be afraid? when there's so much to be afraid of. Do you know the answer? He's standing right there. Jesus is no longer in the tomb. The grave is empty. He died and he rose again. Jesus left his throne, came to this earth where he died and rose again, and in doing so, he slammed shut the doors of hell. And he opened the gates of heaven for you and me. Jesus came to this earth where he died and rose again so that we have peace with God now and forever. Jesus died and he rose again so that we know that when we close our eyes in death, we immediately open them and we see our Savior's face, our risen Savior's face now and forever. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. In fact, it's a little stronger in the Greek, uh, the original language. It's actually, stop fearing. Not, do not be afraid. That kind of like, you know, we, we grab our kids, oh, don't be afraid. No, Jesus says, stop fearing. Stop fearing. You talk about safety and security. Can your financial problems take this away from you? No. Can the evil of this world take this away from you? No. Can a health scares, health issues, take this truth away from you? No. Why? Because Jesus rose from the dead. Because the one who has power over the grave is the risen Savior Jesus, who died but rose again and ascended into heaven where he is alive forever and ever. And though we die, we will live, he promises. It's the unexpected command of Easter Sunday. Don't be afraid. And yet when we stop and think about it, there is nothing to fear. Because though we die, we will live because he's risen. He is risen indeed. But who's it for? Who is it for? The unexpected recipients of Easter morning. My brothers. Now there's also another unexpected recipient, and that's the women. First century, uh, women had no status. They couldn't testify in court. Uh, their uh, testifying, their witnessing, meant nothing. And so, if you were going to create a religion, and if you were going to have the linchpin of your religion, the main thing, the thing that everything else is built on, be the resurrection from the dead, if you were making up this story in the first century and you wanted people to believe it, you would not have women being the first witnesses of this message. Not to mention, you wouldn't have the leaders of this movement 
humiliated as they're behind closed doors. Scripture tells us they were cowards. They were behind closed doors. And yet this is what happens. This is what's recorded for us. Why? The only explanation is this is what happened. The women get this wonderful message to be wonderful witnesses to the disciples. Jesus rose from the dead. And Jesus says, go and tell my brothers the unexpected recipients of Easter, my brothers. Why is that so unexpected? Well, what had the disciples done over the last three days, four days? The night before Jesus died, he's in the upper room with his disciples, and Jesus is pouring his heart and soul out to them. He says, I have so many things to tell you, but I can't tell you everything right now. But he he pours out a whole lot. And you know what the disciples are all worried about? Which one of them is the greatest? Then Jesus leaves. They fall asleep on him when he asks them to stay and pray for him. They fall asleep on him. And then Jesus gets arrested, and they all desert him and leave him. And then Peter denies knowing him. You were with him. No, I wasn't. I don't know him. What do we expect from Jesus? Go and tell those backstabbers. Go and tell those doubters. Go and tell those guys over there that revenge is coming. But he doesn't. The unexpected recipients, my brothers. And do you know what's even uh, more amazing about that? It's the very first time in all of the Gospels that he calls his disciples brothers. Up until this point, my disciples, my disciples, my disciples, and now my brothers. What changed? Sin is paid for. And before God, they are holy before his sight. They've had their sins paid for at the cross, and now Jesus calls them his brothers. It's what the the letter to the Hebrews says. Hebrews chapter 2. The one who makes people holy, Jesus, and the ones who are made holy, people, are from the same family. And so Jesus isn't ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. This weekend uh, is not just Easter weekend. It's also the Masters uh, for you golf fans. I saw a quote this week from Fuzzy Zaylor, if you guys remember him. Back in 1979, he won the Masters, and here's what he said. I've never been to heaven, and thinking back on my life, I probably won't get the chance to go. I guess winning the Masters is as close as I'm going to get. Thinking back on my life, I probably won't get the chance to go. Do you think that's how the disciples felt waiting over the weekend, as Jesus died. I probably won't get a chance to go now. And yet, heaven has been flung open. For who? For sinners like the disciples. For sinners like you and me. For those who have no business going to heaven, have no chance to go into heaven on our own, the gates of heaven have been flown open to you and me because the risen Savior died and rose again, and he has made us holy through his blood on the cross. Heaven is open to us. It doesn't matter what you've done. 
It doesn't matter what you haven't done. It doesn't matter what you will do. Through Jesus Christ, your Savior, the risen Lord, heaven is yours because of Easter Sunday. You talk about unexpected. Unexpected truth, Jesus rose from the dead. Unexpected truth, or unexpected command, don't be afraid. Unexpected recipients, failures, sinners, like you and me, are no longer in the status of sinner and failure. But now we are Jesus' brother and sister because we've been made holy through his blood shed on the cross and he rose from the dead to take away all of our sins. The unexpected truth of Easter. So where does this leave us? We're going to leave here this morning. And either later today, tomorrow, this week, months later, unexpected things are going to happen. We're going to have unexpected health scares. We're going to unexpectedly fall into sin. We're going to unexpectedly be filled with all kinds of fear from our surroundings and from the circumstances that we find ourselves in. But through all of that, do you know what we can expect? The tomb is empty. We can expect that our risen Savior will again and again assure you that your sins are forgiven. You can expect again and again that your risen Savior will assure you that he is the resurrection and the life. We can expect that hell has been closed, heaven has been opened, paradise is ours because he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let's pray. Gracious Savior, you rose from the dead, conquering the grave. Jesus, we are so thankful. Uh, it is because of Easter morning that there is hope, that there is peace, that there is a future uh, that isn't gloom and filled with darkness, but is filled with light and hope. Because we know that through you, eternal life is ours. We look forward to that day when our faith becomes sight and we live in paradise with you now and forever. Uh, we thank you that we have that hope, that we have that peace. Uh, through this world, help us not to fear, but to be anchored in that message that through you, our sins are forgiven, death has been conquered, and eternal life is ours. We thank you for the unexpected news of Easter, and yet because of it, this is what we can expect. We look forward to that day. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this message today. It's my prayer that uh, it has changed your heart as you grew in the message of your Savior, Jesus. Again, if you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing, we'd be grateful for that. God bless your day.